When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, Emma Neal. I hope you're all doing good, my lovelies. I'm feeling so much more myself this week and I'm so happy about it. I really leaned into doing things I know would just give me that boost. I went for a swim twice this week, like in a pool, not the sea. I still haven't plucked up the courage to go back into the sea and I really need to. I need someone to force me to do it. Me and my friend were talking about it the other day and I think one morning we're just going to organise it first thing so that you have your bags packed, your clothes laid out, ready to go and you just get up and don't think about it and go. I think that's what I need to do because at the minute, you know, we arranged it for like after I went to the gym at like half 10, 11 and by that point I was just like, nah, I'm sorry, I'm not getting in. (laughs) (laughs) so I ended up going for a swim two days this week which was so nice you know what I haven't been for a swim in a pool like that apart from on holiday literally since god knows when like since I was a kid I know you get in the pool all the time on holiday but that's more just like because you're hot and you want to get in the pool to relieve that but to go and just like do lengths for like 45 minutes first of all you forget how good an exercise swimming is like it actually takes it out of you And then second of all, it's very calming. I don't know. There's something about being in the water, not being able to like play any music or play any podcasts and just kind of merrily swimming along. There's something very peaceful about it. And then finished it off with a little steam and sauna both times. Absolutely gorgeous. Couldn't recommend it more. If you're stuck for something to do some evening or at the weekend, Highly recommend going for a little swim. I've been going to yoga, I've been going to the gym, I've been reading books. I finished, what did I finish this week? I finished Small Things Like These by Claire Keegan. It's only 114 pages, I think. So a really good short read to like pull you out of a reading slump. Just knowing that you can get that finished in like one or two sittings, I think is really motivating and Sometimes when you, you're stuck on one book for ages, you've no motivation to really to get through it quickly. Do you know what I mean? Especially if when you're picking it up, you're only reading 10 pages at a time. It just feels like you're reading it forever. So I think I just needed to do that to get me back in the swing of it. I'm now reading another one of hers called Foster. It's only 88 pages, I'm pretty sure. So should hopefully have that finished today, if not tomorrow. And then I'm going to go back to Americana, which is incredible, by the way. 
an amazing, amazing book. I just, for some reason, it's gone on the back burner a little bit for me, but I am going to pick that back up after I finished Foster. I think I just needed to kind of race through two books to give me that motivation to then race through Americana. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then I do want to read Notes on Heartbreak after that. That's been on my to read list for a while and I bought it a while ago. It's been sitting on my shelf staring at me and I know I'm going to really enjoy it. So that'll be after Americana. But yeah, that's my little reading slash life update for you guys. I'd obviously said a few weeks ago after that wedding, which was on the 7th of October, I'm pretty sure. I said after that that I was going to do the rest of October sober. So kind of just had one little cheat day, I guess, of sober October. October is coming to an end. This is the final weekend. Will I be able to resist the temptation? The thing is, the last two weekends have been a complete breeze because I've just had wholesome weekends. Like I've just been doing nice things, walking up mountains, going to yoga, cooking. Do you know what I mean? Things that don't involve drinking anyway. So the temptation hasn't even been there. This is the first weekend where there will be temptation. I've got actually Friday and Saturday night plans, which is bold for me. I'm not a two nights in a row plans kind of gal that rarely happens although I guess coming into Christmas it does happen a little bit more often guys is anyone else fucking terrified for Christmas party season because I know what I'm like and I take so long to recover and really like can barely hack one night and then we'll like take a week or two off after that so the fact that it's going to be like week on week and sometimes like the Friday and the Saturday. I can't like my, oh my God, I'm, when I think about it, I start shaking. <laughs> no, I don't. That's so overdramatic, but I'm really, really scared. See, last year I was so good and I would just like pick my nights and there are other nights I would just drink my non-alcoholic stuff and it was great. So I'm going to really lean into that again, buy all my 0% Proseccos and my 0% beers and everything and I think that is what will get me through it but yeah stressful time of year like I also like being organized I don't really like leaving things to the last minute when it comes to Christmas so I really right this this is what I said the other night to my mom I want to have all my Christmas presents done I want to have everything booked like in the diary, all the restaurants booked, like everything that I know I need to have organized between now and then. I want it booked and done and in the diary. I want all my outfits sorted and I don't mean like I'm going to buy a new outfit for every single night or anything like that, but I just want to have a clear vision of like what I have in my wardrobe that's appropriate for these things and maybe what I need to like look on Depop and Vinted for over the next couple weeks. And I want to have everyone's advent calendars bought for them. I've decided this year I'm going to be nice and buy everyone cool advent calendars. So yeah, if you were thinking of doing that for anyone in your life, your partner, your family, anyone, get your advent calendars now. I know it sounds crazy because it's literally October. Maybe when you're listening to this, actually, it's November, is it? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I know it sounds insane because it's literally October. Christmas feels ages away at this point. It hasn't even been Halloween. But like the good advent calendars do sell out and they don't restock them because they can't get the stock in on time for before December. So they just sell out in like early November and then they're dust. And then all you can get is just like the 
chocolate ones in Tesco's which is fine like if you want to get everyone chocolate ones from Tesco's get that but I wanted to go I wanted to splash out a little bit this year and get everyone like really cute ones I was gonna tell you what ones I've got for people but I feel like I know my mom and dad listen to the podcast so I'm not gonna tell you what I've got them am I gonna tell you which one I've got my boyfriend no I'm not gonna tell you any of them because I don't want to give anything away but I am um, but once I've given it to them I'll tell you and I'm also I think I'm gonna do like a TikTok and um, showing all the different advent calendars I've bought for everyone but yeah you can get really nice ones if you do want to get something a little bit different I know there's like gin ones where you get 12 different little mini gins with 12 different little mini tonics there are sorry I'm trying to think of ones that I didn't buy so not giving anything away there's like you can get tea ones where you've got one or two tea bags like different teas every single day actually Bird and Blend really kindly sent me their tea advent calendar so I'm very excited to get started on that in December because I'm obsessed with the Bird and Blend teas as you'll have seen in my 30 days of hot drinks series I'm doing at the minute I'm literally drinking Bird and Blend teas like there's no tomorrow they've got some insane ones I had a really good one from them the other day actually that was a gingerbread chai it was delicious uh you can also they do like a matcha one where you get a different flavor of matcha every day and a little mini tin thought that was really cute there's all like the beauty ones as well and the jewelry ones and everything they tend to be very expensive and to be perfectly honest I don't think I'd be that arsed by getting anyone a jewellery one. I think it's nicer to like pick the jewellery that you want and that you like and that resonates with you and matches your other pieces. I think getting a load of jewellery in an oven calendar, I don't know, would you not end up having a load that you don't like and then is that not a bit of a waste of money? I think I I like more practical ones where I know the person's going to like having that thing every single day. Like for me, the tea one, it works. Do you know what I mean? And like another year, someone bought me the Brewdog advent calendar. That's a really good one, actually. If you've got, if you like, if your dad or your brother or someone or your partner is a beer fan and specifically a craft beer fan, the Brewdog advent calendar is so, so good. I haven't bought that for anyone this year, which is why I can recommend that. But I actually probably should have bought that for someone. I don't really have any craft beer lovers in my life, to be honest. I'd say out of everyone, it would be me in the family that would be into craft beers. Yeah, someone bought that for me one year and it was incredible. You get a different craft, a different flavor of Brewdog craft beers every single day. Sometimes you get a mini can, sometimes you get a big can. Or when I say mini can, I mean like a normal sized like Coke can. And then sometimes you get the the bigger kind of pint sized one. Obviously, I didn't wake up and drink a beer every day, but it was just fun, like opening the different days, getting all the flavors, saving them up for the weekend and then like sharing them with some people and getting to try all the different flavors you wouldn't necessarily go in and buy. So yeah, that's a great advent calendar actually. But yeah, my goal over the next couple of weeks is to really get my shit together where all of that is concerned. So as I said, I've done the ordering of the advent calendars. Next up is sorting presents and... well sorting the diary and sorting the outfits just so I'm not stressed because it's so chaotic at that time of year and then the last thing you want to be doing is also be running around frantically getting last minute presents and frantically getting last minute outfits like I just do not need that okay my pit and peak of this week my pit no let's start off with my peak because I can't think of my pit right now my peak was going swimming yeah I thoroughly enjoyed myself swimming I felt so good for the rest of the day and I put it down to, well, not just the swimming, but 
this the whole routine of the swimming the sauna the steam room you know that's my peak my pit oh my god you know it was also a peak I completely forgot to mention this I went to see the Taylor Swift era's concert movie in the cinema on Friday night that was amazing to be honest if you're going to see her if you're going to the era's tour I wouldn't go and see it because it quite literally is just the whole performance it's no backstage scenes it's no prep it's no you know none of that it's not like the Beyonce homecoming movie where you're seeing all the the work that's going into it it is just her performance her on stage from start to finish of the era's concert like what you would see if you were to go to it so if you're going to see that I would wait until after you've gone to then watch the movie but for me because I know I'm not going it was incredible literally everyone was just sat there like singing along for the whole three hours it was so cute I loved it and I get really emotional at stuff like that as well you know when you see someone on stage like that and you're like oh my god they were just like a little girl once and now they're like living out their dream and you see like everyone cheering so much I don't know I literally would start welling up at stuff like that so (laughs) yeah that was amazing but sorry was 20 quid to go and see what the fuck I mean I'd maybe expect to pay 20 quid to go to a London cinema to see a movie just because well not that I would expect mm, how do I describe it like I'd still be flabbergasted but like I'd be like that's fucking ridiculous but also we're in London what do you expect 20 quid in Belfast to go see Taylor Swift what the fuck I don't know if it was because it was a three-hour movie or if it was because it was the era's concert movie or if it was that cinema just like I don't know if we saw it somewhere else would it have not I I don't know but I've never in my life paid 20 quid to go to the cinema I thought that was obscene I actually did go to the cinema another time this week so random because I'm actually not really much of a cinema goer like when I go to the cinema I really enjoy it and I'm like oh my god I need to come more often that's always the case isn't it but I'm not a huge cinema goer I probably go more in the winter than anything it's like a nice little thing to do on dark nights isn't it but yeah, I went to see Paul Maskell and Saoirse, Sor- I never know if it's Saoirse or Saoirse, Saoirse, Saoirse Ronan's new movie called Faux. It was very odd, but it was good. Like it wasn't bad, but it was a bit odd. And it was kind of one of those ones, you know, when it has like a bit of a double twist and then after you have to like rethink the whole movie and be like, oh yeah, like kind of the same way and Don't Worry Darling, where you have to then like rejog your memory and you almost feel like you should watch it again now knowing what you know. Do you know what I mean? It was kind of like that. Also quite, um, not dystopian, what would the word be? Without giving the storyline away or giving any spoilers, it is about AI taking over the world. It's basically set in, let's say, like 50 years time. Or maybe that will freak people out if I said it's in 50 years time. I don't actually know when it's set. It's set in the future when a lot of the planet is basically wiped out from like global warming and like natural disasters that have occurred because of that and like fires and everything so there's not a huge population left the world is just very different to what we know everyone works in these like big tall factories and yeah it's just very like futuristic in that sense but not in like a nice pretty aesthetic futuristic way like in a more grey sandy landscape kind of way and it's all about like AI taking over and about how they are trying to see how far they can push robots to be like humans and to experience like human emotion and like connection and attachment and all of that 
yeah, I won't say any more about it because I obviously don't want to give anything away, but that's the kind of premise of it. And it is really good. And those two actors are incredible. I fucking love Paul Mescal and Saoirse Ronan. So that was good. But also I didn't fancy him in it. And I normally fancy him. <laughs> I don't know, his character, he was like, looked very old. He was American. He had like long hair and a beard. He was kind of icky, to be honest. Um, but yeah, a, a decent movie, just very strange. Pit of the week, I honestly didn't really have one. I've had, as I said, like a really lovely week just trying to do lots of nice things that I know will bring me back to myself and on top of working. But yeah, fitting it in around with work, which has been really good. And I'm really lucky to be able to like squeeze that in and have the flexibility to do that. So my pit, I'm going to say I'm actually off. I've re- I'm really trying to be so strict with myself. I'm off picking or squeezing anything on my face because it was just getting so bad like I was spending like an hour in my bathroom not even realizing and then I would just walk out and be like oh my god what the fuck just happened like how long have I been in there why does my face look like this it was honestly just getting so bad to the point where I was like I need to see a therapist and everything I still do think I need to see a therapist but anyway I was like I'm gonna be so strict with myself and completely go off this and I had one moment of weakness where I give in to it on Wednesday I think so that I'll say that was my pit but to be honest I've actually been really proud of myself and I know that sounds really stupid like being proud of yourself for not picking your face but I've been really good and my skin is really thanking me for it like my skin is properly clear and I knew that would be the case because I've really got my skincare routine down to a T it was literally just the picking that was causing the issues like I was creating the problems for myself with my skin because everything else in terms of my skincare was working well for me so yeah I'm really happy that I have stuck to it apart from that one day of course that was my pit and I'm seeing the benefits of it okay my recommendation of the week is going to be my free soul mango greens powder have i already recommended that sorry sometimes i think i'm losing my mind and never remember what recommendations i've already said and what i've just forgotten to tick off on my list but yeah i wake up every morning and have my little greens powder with a big pint of water in my sippy cup and i'm obsessed with it now that it actually tastes like mango it's so nice I look forward to it every morning and it's just got so much goodness in there. It's so nice knowing that you're getting that all into your body before it even hits like nine o'clock. My words of this week. Let me see. Okay. 10 out of 10 recommend celebrating how hot and funny you are instead of comparing yourself to others. Is actually a little thread on Instagram or like a carousel post of all these different 10 out of 10 recommend doing and it's really cute. So you know what? Let me just repost that to my story so you can read the rest of them. This is an advertisement from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like recently my emotions have just been all over the place, like completely haywire. And I know in myself it's because I'm bottling things up, I'm letting things stress me out and I'm spiralling about them, I'm not talking about it, I'm just sitting there overthinking them, letting them stress me out even more and as a result... I'm irritable, I'm getting angry at things I shouldn't really be getting angry at. I'm not able to be present and be in the moment because all I'm thinking is how stressed out I am about certain things. I know I'm not alone in this. I know this is something that so many of us face. We feel like 
we don't want to talk to our friends and family members about things that are stressing us out because they might seem small or insignificant in comparison to other things or we might just not even know how to go about initiating that conversation or opening up in that way to certain people and just getting the words out and that's why therapy can be such an amazing safe space to get things off of your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down and causing you to feel like this. I have benefited from therapy so much in the past and one of the main things I think therapy brought to my life was just an immediate safe space where I knew it was time for me to talk, it was time for me to open up and talk about my stressors. I didn't have to have this like awkward kind of chat where I was like hey I want to talk about this or like not really knowing how to go about that with a friend or a family member it just is that safe space for you to open up about these things straight away and there's no faffing around and I think dedicating that time each week and allowing that space for you to open up in that way is literally the most beneficial thing for your mental health because just getting it out there takes away half of the stress straight away and then not only that but you talk it through you rationalize it you learn you know different better ways you can cope with these stressors also how to develop healthy boundaries and healthy routines and things that are going to be preventative for these stressors in the first place therapy honestly just empowers you to be the best version of yourself and I mean who doesn't want that If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and completely suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a registered therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. With over 1,000 therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. My listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash crack. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash crack, C-R-A-I-C. And thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Okay, let's get into this week's podcast topic. I'm sorry for the extremely long intro. I feel like I had a lot to catch you guys up on. I talk a lot or I mention a lot about morning routines and about how beneficial it is to work out what morning routine works for you and what sets you off on your day on the right foot and to kind of like make your morning your bitch like as I know that sounds so like the hustle never stops kind of vibes (laughs) and that's not how I mean it at all but I know for me like for my mental health and for my sanity my morning routine is so important to me And it really determines how the rest of the day goes for me. Because if I don't get that under my belt and have that, however many hours it is dedicated to doing these little rituals that benefit me and my physical and mental health, then the negative self-talk just starts automatically, even when I don't want it to, just because I'm not in that mindset that I know my morning routine gets me in. So you're probably well familiar with me talking about morning routines by now. I mention it on a lot of different episodes. However, I've never actually told you a breakdown of what my morning routine is. So I thought for this week I would talk you through that. Now, I just want to make it very, very clear that everyone's optimal or like ideal morning routine 
will look completely different and it all depends on so many different things like some people working out in the morning doesn't make them feel good they've got no energy first thing in the morning and that will literally just knocker them for the rest of the day some people work really early and don't have time to get up like three hours before they start work and have this elaborate routine and you know just getting up an hour before is more than enough and squeezing in reading like five pages with with their coffee is their ideal morning routine so I just want to highlight that whatever I say here like obviously I'm going to talk you through my morning routine this is not me telling you that this is what you have to do to have a good day literally couldn't be more the opposite I'm just letting you in on it I'm letting you know what works for me you can maybe take inspiration from it you could also be like "Mm, get fucked but it's all about working out what works for you so you will have to most likely trial and error quite a lot of things before you work that out like you'll have to trial different waking up times you'll have to trial different styles of workouts or different lengths of workouts or different types of breakfast that make you feel good or maybe it doesn't work for you to drink coffee first thing and you would rather make that you know part of later on in your day like you do have to try all these things until you do find what works best for you and your body but I ultimately think that like looking back on the last few years of my life throughout being a student and up until now being self-employed like I'm always in my best mental health state and like I'm always being the best version of myself when I've mastered my morning routine and once that goes out the window it's like it's a domino effect on everything else and for some people it might not be as dramatic as that but I don't know why it just seems to have such an effect on me so it's really important in my life. To me the morning is a very sacred time that is dedicated to solely benefiting you no one else is involved in your morning routine obviously if you have a family and kids that'll play into it but like I'm talking about your routine before they come into things so like even if you do have kids this is the morning routine before that it's literally apart from when you get into bed at night it's the only time where you have no one to answer for you're not in work people aren't contacting you you don't have to look at your emails people aren't asking you to do things you don't yet have the day stress of like how much work you have to do or how behind you are on anything that hasn't really come into play yet do you know what I mean it's like this very sacred time of just focusing on doing your things and I absolutely love that about the morning okay so let me talk you through it now this is actually only my routine for three days a week usually Monday Tuesday and then either Wednesday or Thursday depending on how my body feels I usually give myself a day off to lie in till about nine o'clock on a Wednesday or a Thursday and then on a Friday it differs very slightly just because I have been going to an earlier Pilates class and doing some other things which I'll talk you through but yeah this routine I'm about to tell you generally occurs three days in the week. So 7.30 wake up alarm goes off I try not to even snooze at once because once I get into that I'm setting myself up to to keep on snoozing it so you know try to just get up I really value my sleep I really value getting my eight plus hours every night so generally when it hits the time of like eight hours or eight and a half hours before that which would be sorry some quick mental mass 11 p.m I'm pretty good at just like putting my phone down and trying to get to sleep 
obviously there are times where you get hooked on TikTok and whatever, but you know, I I value my sleep a lot more than I value scrolling on my phone. Like I'm a sleep obsessed person. So nine times out of 10, I will be asleep by 11 o'clock to make sure I get those eight and a half hours in. So 7.30, wake up, quickly go to the toilet, splash my face with water, get changed into my workout clothes, which nine times out of 10, I have already laid out. So I don't even need to think about that. I grab my gym bag, grab my big sippy cup, go downstairs, I make my greens in my sippy cup and I'm out the door for 7.45, so 15 minute turnaround. But really, we're not actually getting anything done in there. It's literally up and out. No skincare, like, as I said, just splashing my face with water at this stage. So that gets me to the gym to start my workout for 8am. So two of those days, I'll be doing weights following my shreddy guide one upper one lower body day and then the third day it's usually like I'll do either more of like a cardio session with some abs or I'll do like the 12 3 30 with some abs I kind of just tailor this to how I feel on the day you know if I'm particularly sore from from my weights days then I'll go a bit easier I'll just do the 12 3 30 and just like 15 10 minutes of abs after nothing major Or if I feel I have loads of juice in me, we could be doing circuits, we could be doing the prowler, I don't know, anything like that. I'm usually finished in the gym around 9.30. I would love to know how, well actually there probably was a stage when I was in Leeds as a student where I was in and out the gym in an hour but for some reason it keeps being closer to an hour and a half, maybe even verging on nearly two hours sometimes, especially if I'm going with my friend Aoife because we just chat so much shit. But <laughs> yeah, for for the sake of this um, routine, I'll, I'm going to say an hour and a half because I feel like generally that is the average kind of time that I would take. So 9.30, leave the gym, be home for 9.45. I make my breakfast straight away and this breakfast is always my protein oats that consists of oats, unflavored protein powder, chia seeds with water and almond milk in the microwave. Then I add my frozen blueberries, half a banana chopped up and a big giant scoop of peanut butter. And then usually a tablespoon of that, you know, the ground up mix. It's got like Brazil nuts, walnuts, flaxseed. I can't actually remember the name of the brand. Yeah, usually a spoonful of that on top as well. I'm obsessed with this breakfast. Like I get very hyper fixated on breakfast and this is kind of just that, it's like a hyperfixation, but it's also a staple that I always come back to. Like I'll go off on my other hyperfixation, say I'll get obsessed with like stewed apple porridge and I'll have that for every morning for a month. But then I'll always just find my way back to the blueberry and banana and peanut butter porridge. It's my favorite thing ever. And also I just love to not think in the morning. Do you know what I mean? This is why I love having a set routine you don't have to think about anything I know the second I get in that door exactly what's going into my bowl exactly what I'm eating that I'm going to enjoy it that I'm getting my protein in after the workout that I'm getting you know all the the goodness of the chia seeds and the flaxseed and all of that and I just know then my tummy is going to be fine for the rest of the day and that's why I think when I'm on holiday my tummy gets so fucked is because I don't have that first thing in the morning that like really sets me up with all the goodness in it Maybe I'll start taking all my porridge ingredients with me when I go on holiday. Would that be a bit crazy? I could test that. 
Usually while I'm eating my breakfast, I'm either listening to a podcast, which I'll have also maybe been listening to in the car on the way to and from the gym. So I'll just kind of keep that on from when I come in the car to when I'm making my breakfast and eating it. Or if I'm, you know, really engrossed in a book, I will keep the podcast on while I'm making it, but then switch over to reading my book when I'm eating. By 10.15, I'm in the shower. Didn't used to be a morning shower person when I was in school. When I was in school, I always showered the night before so that I have less to do in the morning and could just get up as late as possible and go to school. I feel like that's pretty common though when you're in school, maybe. I'm not really sure. I know lots of people now as well that work like office jobs and they just like to get up and get out the door as quickly as possible so they shower the night before. For me I'm very much now a shower in the morning kind of girl and also obviously after working out I'm not gonna that would be gross to stay in my sticky sweaty clothes without showering. Um, So yeah I get a shower every morning. I always full body moisturize after every shower. I mean if I'm in like a serious rush if I've got like a call or I need to be somewhere and for whatever reason I don't have time to do this then obviously I'll skip it but I would say majority of the time I full body moisturize and I I love that little ritual it just feels so nice and then I put my nice dressing going on after and I feel like I'm taking care of myself (laughs) I do my skincare when I get out of the shower my current skincare routine is working amazingly for me I am Still using my Skin and Me products. So I use my Skin and Me cleanser and moisturizer morning and night. And then in the morning, I also use my Glow Hub serums. So I do use three serums, which I know is quite a lot, but they do just all work really well for my skin. Like one is really good for locking in hydration. One's really good with like ceramides and things for your skin barrier. And then one's vitamin C that's good for scarring and everything. So I put all them on. I also put on my, sometimes I'll do oil. If my skin's feeling particularly dry, I'll finish everything off with a bit of rosehip oil or what's the other one I like? Squalene? Squalene? Never know who you say it whatever that oil is by the ordinary I'll finish it off with that and then I'll put on my SPF 50 which at the minute I'm using my Garnier SPF 50 I am actually about to run out of it but I do have an SPF 50 that's like from a Korean skincare brand that my friend really kindly got me as a gift so I'm excited to finish my Garnier one and try that one because I feel like Korean skincare has a has a good name good rep I also take my vitamins at this point I currently take two pantothenic acid tablets in the morning. That's vitamin B5. And then I also take two at night. But yeah, it just really helped clear my acne. I actually started off, I'm not going to get into it now, but I started off mega dosing them. I've worked my way down now to two in the morning, two at night. And that is just what works for me every day. I also take my probiotics. And, you know, if I'm feeling adventurous, maybe I'll have a Barocca uh, if I can be bothered making one. Yeah, that's my vitamins at the moment. I'm not really going overboard on the vitamin front. I feel like that's what's working for me currently. So by now it's probably 10.30. I will make my bed because I don't make my bed when I get up first thing to go to the gym. I literally jump out and throw my clothes on and leave straight away without thinking about anything. So at this point I'll make my bed. I'll give my room like obviously not a deep clean but just like a quick little tidy up if there was any clothes from the day before that I didn't put away put them away and any makeup laid out and stuff I'll put that away prop all my jelly cats up on the bed you know just make the place look presentable it means that if I want to film any content on my room it's it's not just like full of shit lying everywhere 
at this point, it's probably about 10.45. I'm ready to get ready, if that makes sense, you know. I'm short, I'm clean, my bedroom's clean, my bed's made. Everything's in order for me to now get ready. It's usually at this point where I'll make my first coffee of the day. Sometimes I'll put it off a little bit longer if I don't feel like I desperately need it at that point. Let's say, for example, I know I've got meetings later on in the day, so I'd rather delay things a little bit so the first one isn't so early I don't know it kind of depends on how I feel but I would say majority of the time now is when I would then go downstairs in my dressing gown and make my first coffee of the day because then I can bring that up and drink it while I'm getting ready so I'll get ready I usually just do a really quick kind of everyday makeup look a lot of the time I will film this you know if I'm trying out new products or if maybe I'll just film like a little section of it like how I've been doing my brows recently or like a little hack that I've been loving or a new product you know I'll film something to do with makeup and getting ready or it could even be like refreshing my curls if I'm not filming that because I don't film it absolutely every single day then I'll just fly through that in like literally I can do my makeup in like 10 minutes but if I am filming that I'll probably spend a bit more time obviously filming it talking through it and everything but generally I'm then finished with my makeup around 11 11 15 at this point I'm all good to film my outfit of the day because I've been doing my 30 days of autumn outfits this was a challenge for me like I wanted to challenge myself first of all to push myself to put on nice outfits every day and to like to style things better because you know when you're just sitting in the house and going to cafes to edit and things like you can really fall into the just throwing on what's easy to throw on like track suits and matching sets and comfy clothes and warm clothes and that's fine but like I am such a fashion girly I love fashion I did fashion marketing as my degree I have such an amazing like I pride myself in my wardrobe I absolutely am obsessed with like all of the pieces in my wardrobe and I don't I was feeling like I wasn't getting to I wasn't getting to show not that I wasn't getting to show anyone that sorry that sounds bad because it sounds like that's only for other people I was buying these things and I have all these like amazing pieces but I wasn't styling them in the way that I maybe envisioned or let's say if I lived in London or New York how I kind of would like picture me out in the streets wearing them just because I'm not out and about like I'm a lot of my days are just sitting in the house filming things sitting in the house editing things so because of that I thought I'm just gonna do this 30 days of autumn outfits to just force me to fall back in love with fashion and with my wardrobe and you know discover new ways of styling these things that I've had sitting around for ages and um to wear those outfits that I that I dream of wearing or that I envision wearing when I make the purchases but then don't end up doing because I don't have the occasions for I just think fuck it I'm just gonna wear it today because I'm gonna film it as well so I've been really really loving that series and I also think it's good because I wasn't doing a huge amount of fashion content before and I think now it's really sparked that in me and obviously once the 30 days is over then I think I'll definitely be more inclined to keep up more fashion content which is good so yeah I'll film my outfit of the day thing sometimes I'll have to film too just you know if the day before was a Sunday and maybe I didn't have time or I only got up and went to yoga and then ended up spending the day at my boyfriend's house or something so yeah sometimes I'll like film two in a row and then I'm ready for the day I'm in my nice outfit and 
I've got my makeup done and everything and I'm ready to start my day. And usually by this point as well, I've got like two things filmed under the belt. I find as well when I'm up and ready like that, like with a bit of makeup on, with a nice outfit on, I, first of all, I'm way more productive. And second of all, I'm way more inclined to like leave the house and do things with my day. And like, whereas if I wasn't ready like that, I'd just be like, oh, I'll just sit in the house and do my editing today. If I'm already up and ready, I'll be like, why don't I just take myself to my favourite cafe for the day and edit there and get a change of scenery? Or why instead of sitting in the house, don't I go and find a new favourite matcha spot and do some podcast planning there? Do you know what I mean? It just makes me way more likely to get out of the house and even to like make plans with people because I'm already ready for the day. So if someone if someone does text or something does come up where it's like, oh, half an hour, do you have half an hour to just go for a walk or whatever it is, I'm way more in the position to do that. So yeah, that's my morning routine from start to finish because then at that point... I'm ready for the day. I It sounds very late to kind of get started into your working day, doesn't it? That's why I kind of think I need to make things a bit earlier. I should probably be getting up an hour earlier. I don't have that in me currently. I need to work on the sleeping pattern. I need to be getting into bed a lot earlier to be able to make that happen. But I do work till later in the day. Like I tend to I tend to be editing right up until like I'm going to a yoga class at seven o'clock and to be honest sometimes as well when I come home I'll be doing stuff when I get back like after my dinner in bed so yeah I do think I should be getting up earlier just so I don't have to do that in the evening but I also don't really mind doing that in the evening so much as long as I am getting something in there for me whether that be a walk or a yoga class or cooking a nice meal or something. So that part of my day pretty much stays the same and then it's kind of like what I do with the rest of the day that changes sometimes I'll be recording my podcast sometimes I'll be editing it sometimes I'll be filming a recipe video so I need to go to the shop first and come home and do that like it just really depends on what my week looks like but yeah that is my morning routine for three days a week I'll tell you what's slightly different about my little Friday routine. Now, I've been doing this for the last month and I absolutely love it. It's made me obsessed with Fridays. I think it's now my favourite day of the week. So on Fridays, I actually get up a whole 45 minutes earlier than I do on those other three days. I get up at 6.45. If I'm doing it on a Friday, surely I can do it on other days. I don't know. As I said, I'm working on it. (laughs) Need to get the sleep pattern down to a tea to be able to enable me to do this but anyway I wake up at 6 45 do the the usual splash my face with water go to the toilet get changed into my workout clothes make my greens and then by seven o'clock I'm out the door and I'm driving to a pilates class which starts at 7 30. I probably get parked and stuff by about 7 20 and then I'm in the place ready to start the class for 7 30. It's a 45 minute class so we finish at 8 15. I usually go with my friend as well. She's usually there too. We don't even get to speak that much though because she goes straight on to placement after. I literally just like chat her for the 10 minutes we're sitting on our mat before it starts. But yeah, class ends at 8.15. But by the time I'm kind of out of the place and back into my car, it's about 8.30 and I drive to a bakery in Belfast on the Orme Road called Bread and Banjo. I am obsessed with this bakery. Like obsessed it sells out well everyone else seems to be obsessed with it as well you know I'm not the only person in Belfast that's obsessed with this place it literally sells out of everything by 
sells out of all the good things by 11 o'clock probably sold out of everything by 12 oh my god i love their bagels see if you go and you get their fresh bagels usually their bagels are already at about half nine so i'm too early for them when i go on a friday but sometimes i'll go on another day during the week and try and get some fresh bagels because they are so elite like they make store-bought bagels seem awful in comparison no i'm joking because i i actually love store-bought bagels as well they actually do a vegan day a week as well i think it's on a thursday it used to be on a friday which would have worked so well for me in this routine now that i'm going there every friday but they're i'm pretty sure their vegan day is now on a thursday and they do like literally everything vegan from pan chocolates to cinnamon swirls to croissants to i don't know you name it they've got it vegan which is like I feel like every vegan or lactose intolerant person's dream to have bakery things vegan because you don't get that anywhere. Croissants and pan chocolates and everything are just one of those things you kind of come to accept. I just can't eat them. Like they're just made with a load of butter and usually like with egg wash and everything. Like nowhere cares to make them vegan. It's like when you go to traditional Italian restaurants and they look at you like you've got two heads when you tell them you're vegan. Like They're just like, no, we do not do vegan. <laughs> um, it's a similar kind of thing. But that's why I was so gassed when I found out that Brandon Banzo did all these vegan things. But anyway, I go on a Friday after Pilates. I'm probably there for about 8.45, I'm going to say. There's usually a queue out the door, so I'll just wait in the queue. It doesn't take long. It's just because it's only a little small shop and they only let three people in at a time. So usually you're only waiting on like, you know, one person or two people paying and leaving before you can go in. As I said, the bagels aren't ready until 9.30, so I'm too early for the bagels at this point. But I have been loving their Nordic Sardo Baps recently which if you go on my TikTok and look at one of my recent recipes where I made the flatbread sandwich that is the bread that I'm referring to. It's like a flatbread bap made from Sardo with lots of seeds on top and they're literally just fresh out of the oven like still hot when you're putting them into your paper bag. They're also massive like I made a big sandwich with that but like if you were just bringing it home to have for breakfast like toasted with eggs or I don't know something on top you'd only need half of it and you could save the other half for the next morning so yeah I go in there I get my Nordic Sardo Baps then I walk up the road to Cafe O which does my favorite coffee in Belfast and I get two coffees one oat milk latte and one Americano and I top it up with a little bit of milk and I bring that I bring all of that to my car and I drive to my boyfriend's house It's probably like 9.15 by this point. Yeah, I think I usually arrive at his house by about 9.15 just because there's usually a bit of a queue as well in Cafe O because everyone's obsessed with it. It literally is the best coffee in Belfast. Like, There's no denying it. Although I know some people don't like it because it is quite strong, but I'm obsessed. Um, So yeah, I make it to his house for about 9.15. I make us breakfast with our nice Nordic sort of baps. We have our Cafe O coffee. Just because he's always working from home on a Friday. And I feel like generally office jobs on a Friday are a little bit more quiet, a bit more chill. So yeah, last week I did I did pesto eggs for him, but like pesto tofu scramble for me with tomatoes on top of the toasted flatbread things. The week before that I did like a chickpea mayo mix with tomatoes and black pepper. Yeah, that was really good. What am I going to do this week? I'm not sure. 
to be decided. But yeah, then by about 10.15, 10.30, don't like to linger too long, you know, he's supposed to be working. Well, he kind of is working while, you know, the, lap- the laptop's open. He's working. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously don't want to linger too long because of that. So by about 10.15, 10.30, I'm on my little merry way home, ready to start my day and carry on with my morning routine, get my shower. So kind of the same thing as the other three day morning routine but but a little bit different with the Pilates class and the bakery and cafe o stop and going to make breakfast with my boyfriend and do you know what I'm obsessed with my Friday morning routine it is my favorite thing in the world I look forward to it every single week it just makes me so happy and it's such a nice way to start off my weekend and I really highly recommend because I know like a lot of people would work from home especially on a Friday so I really highly recommend if you are like a work from home person on a Friday to do something nice that kind of not starts the weekend off but you know what I mean something that just treats you like it's the end of the week you've worked hard the weekend's coming like you deserve to go and get yourself a lovely fresh baguette from the bakery or some croissants or whatever it is like you deserve to romanticize your life on a Friday morning go buy yourself flowers go to that Pilates class go on that early morning walk go to the bakery come home indulge in a lovely breakfast like take that time for you and just like use that Friday morning to honor yourself and obviously I know you've got to work too because, you know, but you're working from home. It's easier. You've got more time to do little things like that because you're not having to get up to commute and you're not having to get up to get ready and like be presentable in an office. So you've got a little bit more time to play with. And I feel like using that time to start the weekend off right and to put you in a good headspace is such a lovely thing to do. And hopefully you'll love Fridays as much as I do. Obviously then my weekend morning routines literally just look different absolutely every single weekend depending on what the plans are, if there's any hangovers involved in there. Yeah, you guys know like your weekends look different every single week so not even going to bother talking about that but I hope you enjoyed listening to my extensive breakdown of my morning routines. I used to not be a morning person whatsoever so the fact that I've been able to turn that around and make myself a morning person by way of my morning routines is crazy and it's amazing and I love I love knowing that if I follow these steps this is the outcome do you know what I mean I love knowing that you know if I do this for myself I will feel good like there's no ifs or buts about it But yeah, that's all from me. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify. Leave me a little five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it on your Instagram story. Show me where you're listening to the pod. Leave a little comment. You can swipe up on Spotify and it'll say, what did you think of this episode? As always, thank you all so much for your continued love and support. It means the world to me. I love you guys so much. I'll speak to you in next week's episode. Bye.